0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, the way, Jesus Christ. Amen. A portion of God's word to give us direction this morning is taken from our gospel reading from John chapter 14, the first six verses. I'd like to share just the first and the last verse of that section. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's a portion of God's word. Strength for the journey. Today, Jesus is the way. I don't know about you, but I often get lost when I'm traveling. And being a man, I don't like to stop and ask for directions, So, GPS's are really great. And even better than that is if your daughter, my daughter, is riding with me because they have them on their cell phones. So, she just can tell me which way to turn, which road to go on. Problem is, my daughters aren't always or even often with me. But thankfully, we have the father's GPS. Not mine, but God the Father's GPS. So we don't get lost on this most important journey. Now, the first thing when you're going to follow a GPS is you have to put in the final destination. So we, like Jesus' first disciples, need to know what that final destination is. For we live in a world where there's many stopping off places, many places to pause, many different avenues to, to try to get our attention. And a good amount of things to worry about. So that's why it's important to listen to Jesus' reminder where we are going. going. Where are we going again? Well, obviously we're going to the Father's house. And what a house it is. My Father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you? So truly the ultimate destination is a place out of this world. Jesus is describing heaven. Now, sure, John's description of heaven in the book of Revelation is a lot more amazing. But for many of Jesus' followers, his description here is a lot more comforting. See, Jesus' point was promising the disciples to take take them along, not just for a weekend but take them along to heaven for an eternity. See, most Israelites in those days lived in very modest homes, often just one large room the whole family would live in. And when someone would get married, then they'd build another room onto that room. I mean, only kings and rich people lived in palaces or places where there were many rooms. So this description that Jesus was giving of the Father's house with many, many rooms then was encouraging. Rooms galore, enough for everyone, everywhere. The tragic reality, though, is that human beings by nature have no place in God's house. That meant the old no vacancy sign was on and blinking brightly. No spiritual strength to begin the journey, say nothing about getting all the way to heaven. Sin and Satan barred the way. But God changed all that. He sent the son, Jesus Christ, who had perfect spiritual strength for this life. He never went the wrong way. He never got lost in sin. He always took the right path, said the right thing, acted in the right way. But that meant his path then needed to go someplace where it was going to be very difficult. The plan was made by Jesus and his father to go to Calvary. And there, even though he was perfect and lived a perfect life, He would come to a horrible end. He would would die there. But because of that, the no vacancy sign has been turned off. Strength for the journey. Jesus is the way. You need to know the final destination. For when you do, it takes away troubled hearts. So Jesus said to his sorrow-filled disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Now why would these disciples have trouble? Jesus is with them, the miracle worker, God himself. Well, Jesus had just told them he was leaving, and leaving very soon. And gave some details about how horrible it was going to be at the end. Life without Jesus is reason to have a troubled heart. You've had trouble hard heart at times, right? Difficulties, challenges, hardships. A doctor comes in and tells you something that you didn't want to hear. Maybe you have a loved one or, or a friend who is in pain constantly or maybe even dying. Job future is uncertain. Trouble in the family or at work. And your heart feels Unsettled. Your mind starts spinning. You're having a really hard time with the present crisis. Therefore, to think about the final destination is really difficult. And then, Jesus comes to you and to me with his word and says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me that reminder that the final destination is not on this earth. It's not wealth or health or being in a position where you are ruling over others. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. But I'm not leaving you. I'm not deserting you in your time of trouble when things are getting tough. I'm doing this so you will be able to reach your final destination. Believe me. I mean, you believe in God, right? You believe God in what he says. You trust him. Trust me when I tell you, I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Jesus' promises to calm troubled hearts applies to us also. When our hearts are filled with anxiety, when we're scared, confused. Applies to us also when things things are going well and you're satisfied. Remember Jesus' words, do not let your hearts be troubled, do what they command. He isn't telling you, suck it up some way, come on. No, he's saying, I am there to help you. I am there to comfort you. I am the one who will take those troubles away. Let him go. Give him over to him. Harsh reality for believers then and for us today. Yes, heaven awaits, but we're not there yet. How do we get there? Well, we, like Jesus' followers, need to know how to get to that place. But in reality, Jesus said, you already know. After Jesus told them where he's going, you know the old, I am going there to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. He adds this. He says, you know the way to the place where I am going. But they don't seem to. There seems to be a good deal of confusion here. Thomas says to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? In time of great stress, and this was one of those times, we humans don't always think real clearly. Why, even even in times where there is not a lot of things going on, we can't always remember things that we know or are supposed to know. Jesus had just told them where he is going and why. He had spent three years telling and showing who he was and and explaining that plan of salvation that he was carrying out. But they were slow to catch on, slow to get it, slow to put the different pieces together. Reminds me of our children as they grow up. You take them lots of places. And sometimes the same place many times when you're going to there. But it seems they don't pay attention to where they're going. And I wonder if if they won't until they have to walk there or drive there themselves. Just an example that comes to mind. One day I asked one of our daughters to walk up to Knob Hill and get something for supper. And she looked at me and said... Dad, I don't know how to get there. She had lived here her whole life. We'd been there hundreds of times. Two blocks maybe, right? And she was serious. I shook my head in disbelief. (laughs) Um, I wonder if Jesus shook his head at Thomas, right? After all he had said and all he had done... Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? I don't know for sure, but if I was Jesus, I would have shook my head and said, oh, man. So you thought my story was funny about my daughter. Think about how many times then, if I was Jesus and acting that way, how many times Jesus must shake his head at us, right? I mean, he tells us things. You know, do not let your hearts be troubled. Why are you carrying that? Why are you letting why are you getting stressed out? You know who I am? Believe me, trust me. And we say, Oh no, I don't know how it's gonna turn out, you know how it's gonna happen. He shakes his head. Or turn T V on, right? And this this tantalizing story is going to come on and God makes it pretty clear that we as believers are not to put things in our mind that could be hurtful or harmful or sinful. And you know all those things are going to be in that TV show, but you don't change the channel. You get enthralled. And Jesus you know, shakes his head and says, No, man. No. Jesus says, You know better to do that you know better than to say that. You know better than to think that. And we say, well, I, I, I don't know the way. Nice. And then we realize that was wrong. That was sinful. And we know that Jesus lived and died to pay for that sin. And we hand that sin over to Jesus. And we heard that, that assurance of forgiveness. Or maybe we knelt at the, this altar and received that in his body and blood. And then we wake up the next day still feeling guilty over it. And Jesus shakes his head and said, No, 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 no. (laughs) That's what I lived and died for, so that you would not feel guilty. I took that guilt to the cross also. Thankfully, Jesus is more patient and loving than I probably was with my daughter. Look what he did here. He goes on to teach them again, to explain to them again the journey that they're on and how he is going to help them get through those difficult times. Using the Father's GPS, God's pathway system, if you will, to these spiritual blessings. Wouldn't it be so neat to have Jesus with us Uh, to to explain to us, to be patient with us, to show us that plan of salvation again, clearly, so we maybe could understand it better. Well, he has, right? Right? What is this, then, Then a, a wonderful, marvelous GPS system explaining and showing us God's plan of salvation and the journey that we are on and all the things that he has promised to do for us? Okay, maybe it isn't as electronic as you'd like, but you can get that on these electronic things, right? Open it up. Read it. Think about it. Believe it. Believe who Jesus is and the road that he has led us on. See, in this life, there are plenty of different roads, paths that we can go down, people we can follow. And some of the paths look nice and wide. And easy, compared to the one that we seem to be on now, following Christ. But God's GPS system says, no, turn around, don't go there. There's danger ahead. See, often we might be confused, like the 12 awaiting Jesus' death. I mean, we live in a world that says, the really loving thing to do, to say, and to believe is all people somehow will get to heaven. No matter what path they might follow, every path leads to that wonderful place. That's the devil's GPS leading us there. Sadly, it's not true. Thankfully for the work of the Holy Spirit, we have learned that Jesus is the only way. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, which means every other religion, philosophy, pathway, road, or way that does not include and based on the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior is a lie, and that path only leads to hell. Well, there are lots of rooms there, I guess. Pretty hot with no air conditioning, And all kinds of these insects or worms or something that are eating at you. um, Place you don't want to go. Sadly, one of Jesus' very own disciples chose that road. How tragic, right? When he had heard and seen what Jesus had done, heard Jesus clearly and distinctly say and mean, I am the way and the truth. The life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There is no other way. Jesus is the way. Not just one pointing to the way or talking about the way, He is the way. Through faith in Him, worked by the Holy Spirit, we are on the road to heaven, assured of the final destination. What a privilege! And great gift God has given to us by knowing Jesus as the way. He speaks the truth. Everything he says about himself, every promise he gives is the truth. He is the source of life, physical and spiritual life. No finer inheritance could we pass down to our children. And that's why we have a school and a Sunday school and and do all these activities and have youth groups and all the things that we do so that we may continue to know the way and our children and the friends of our children may know the way. Because there are lots of people out there, children and teens and adults, that are still using Satan's GPS system. And you know some of them. God's going to bring some of them into your life. May they see how you walk and where you're walking to so that perhaps they may ask, what path are you following? How can you deal with these hardships? How come you're not down and depressed because of what's happening in your life? And you can tell them and share with them the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ. Amen.